This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Welcome everyone. This episode was recorded on 3-24-2022 and we're going to kick things off with recalls. I know that this isn't really mountain bike related, but it's bicycle related. And this is news, and this is important. So specialized recalls select models of Cirrus due to an issue with the crank set. Which models? How do I know? The point of Matt's Week in Review is not to give you all that info. The point is that you know, or if you have a Cirrus from 2019 or newer, you need to go to a bicycle retailer and industry news, find that article, and read up on it. I'd rather tell you where to find all that right information rather than risk giving you wrong information. And with that, there we go. That is recalls. Uh, Let's move into mergers, acquisitions, and whatnot. So, and the next few are going to be pretty cheeky on purpose. So sit down and buckle up. Troy Lee Designs is sold to Two Ride, a European motorcycle brand. The big news is, or the big question is, will the brand retain that loose moto shreddy Calibro styling, or will it start to look svelte and cafe shop ready? In all seriousness, Torley Design is built as a way to tell people you definitely have some sweet tribal tattoos, but are still having your shirt on in public, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Next up in acquisition news, Kona Bikes, after being acquired by Kent, has announced they have plans to grow. This shouldn't be shocking to anyone. Anytime a company buys a brand, you have to think there is a certain process in mind. Buy the brand, grow the brand, make more money. That is how the world operators. If you bought a brand and then didn't make any money with it, that would be stinky. While growth may not be explosive, you can bet your kahunas in the long run they want to make enough money to please the big Hanzo. All right, I promise that's all the puns I could think of for this one. I, I got really excited and couldn't not, so... I apologize to everyone, especially Andrea, who has to edit this. Um, Next up, new bikes and new parts. Kicking things off with something a little more workhorse than what you might normally think I would be excited about, State Bicycle has relaunched their 4130 fixed gear. That's right, fixed gear, road-ish bike. Um, What I think is really cool about this bike is it ticks off a lot of good boxes. Uh, It's $550. It has rack mounts. Clears a 42-millimeter tire, 42-millimeter tire, that's how you pronounce that. And it ships with tubeless-ready wheels. That's right. You want something to bang around town on that isn't a total pain in the neck or such a hunk of poo that it isn't fun to ride? Look into this. Sure, tires, tape, valves, grips, and whatnot might really blow up the budget, but this would be a great bike to use those gravel tires that you thought were okay, I guess, from your nice bike. All in all, I really like the direction that this bike seems to be going because to me it just seems so much more usable for the average person so moving on into other bikes that i really like but will probably never own specialized launched an updated delay so for everyone who has said your delay is overpriced well hold on to your pants using fancy schmancy tech they've made a stiffer alloy bike in all the right ways don't like it cool don't buy it it's a road bike that comes in purple clears 32 millimeter tires and comes in purple i don't know i mean five years ago i would have gone berserkers over this bike um, there's lots of really cool technology and lots of really cool things written up about it 
If you're interested in that type of thing and you somehow miss this, go read about it. It's really cool. Moving into bikes that there's a chance I might one day own, but probably not. Uh, LaPierre launched an updated XC bike in two versions, the XR and XRM. The XR is your classic 100-100 high post bike. And the XRM is, I'll be honest, I think 100-100 is Euro XC. The XRM is 120-110 with a dropper post. I think that's American XC. I think that's a, a better way to distinguish this as it's still a race bike. But the cool thing is uh, the the rest of the bike. Um, on paper, they look really great. They have uh, 435 millimeter chainstays, which is fairly short. Clears a 38 tooth chain ring. So if you want to do fast person stuff, you can go fast. They have longer reaches than their previous generations and then you know some other bikes that are comparable to it. Um, if someone handed me one of these bikes, I would definitely ride it. Uh, I'm not sure that I really need an XC bike in my life, but if you do, maybe look at this one. See what you think. It comes in cool colors. It's not just another Trek. Nothing's wrong with Trek or Specialized. I was gloating over the Alea a moment ago, but, you know, if you just want something a bit different, uh, give this one a look. Um, in, in new part news, the patent police noticed that Tektro is filing patents for electronic shifting. I feel like I should touch on this here because it's kind of big news. But also, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, this isn't the time for speculation and wisecracking outside of puns and smartassery, which I'll launch into again here in a moment. But uh, for something like this, I believe things when I see them. And, well, I haven't seen anything more than a line drawing that was dug up by the patent police, so this may never happen. It could, but it may never happen. Back to the snark. For anyone out there that wants that goodwill vibe but has trust fund money, Good news. Pearl Zumi launches the Barrier Jacket in an upcycled version with real retro throwback colors. I kid about the pricing part. It is about $85, so not terrible for a jacket that has a, a hood and a zipped chest pocket, which I've become a really big fan of in the last year. I think that's a great place to put a phone or headphones or chapstick. It's just not crushable. So it has, like I said, it has a hood. And it has a what's called a relaxed cut. So if you're just the average size mountain biker and you don't wear tight clothing, this is probably a really good fit over your clothing. My my really nice gore rain jacket, the shake dry one, it's great, it's fine. But if I wear it like today where I did a more casual ride, I rode in a Patagonia wool shirt, like t-shirt, and a pair of like Giro, you know, overshorts. When I wear my gore jacket, it doesn't quite cover up all of my t-shirt. It looks a little funny. The cows I passed and the, the mule deer didn't seem to mind. But if you're ultra vain like I am, that might be something to consider. And this relaxed cut seems like it would be a little bit more in line with what what Pearl Azumi would call bike style. Which is, uh, you know, flannel shirts for riding your bike in. Just for when you don't want to look like a motocross racer but you also don't want to look like you're in the tour de france tires so hutchison did something really cool this week they launched a new gravel tire but they launched it as a slim down mountain bike tire i really like this because i often find myself asking like if i'm asking a customer or a friend if they're if we're talking about gravel tires the, i ask this question a lot do you want a really big road tire or a really small mountain bike tire and the thing is, is this Tundra tire 
is a mountain bike tire and they've gravelized it, meaning they just made it smaller, they made it a gravel tire. And I think that's really good because it almost like places and postures that tire within the category of gravel in how one would want to use it. Kind of back to that question of like big road versus small mountain. When talking about a tire, I think that's kind of self-explanatory, but you know, do you want a 35 millimeter tire that hauls the mail or do you want a 45 millimeter tire that survives the chunkiest, gnarliest stuff, you know, and, and those tires are on different ends of the spectrum there. So I think that, uh, for me personally, I'm gravitating towards that smaller, faster end of things, but that's just because where I live and what I ride, that 35 millimeter gravel king is perfect because it has enough volume. Um, I don't really need knobs. I just need, I need the volume to deal with the chunk on the roads. So been really, really pleased with that. But getting back on track, I like this because again, it, it places the tire within the gravel world which I think will be super helpful. And then lastly, with a disclosure that I haven't yet watched it, but SRAM released this really cool video called, I think it's Science of, yeah, The Science of Stopping. I didn't make great notes for this one. I've heard really good things about it. A couple of people that I work with told me it was cool, and I've heard that it's cool. So I plan to watch it while Andrea edits this and gets it ready to go up for tomorrow. And with that, my last thing is a quick teaser for the next JRA. Today I rode my brand new to me, birch, uh, uh, purchased, bought, purchased. I almost said purchased. Uh, purchased this through Scott Nelson. He's a listener. I have that extra large specialized Crave SL in my life. I had a large before. I sold that bike. I always regretted it. Now I have an extra large. Finished the build on it this morning. Took it for a ride this evening in all of its rigid single-speed glory. So, there you go. Have a great week end, because we're going to be rolling into the weekend based on when this publishes, which is tomorrow or tonight at midnight or whenever it goes up. It doesn't matter. Um, but, with that said, have a great weekend. Be on the lookout for the next JRA. And, I don't know, just do one nice thing for someone today. Just one nice thing. It'll come back to you probably. It's worth it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.